break every chain, to break every chain, all sufficient and all sufficient sacrifice, so freely given, such a price, but that again.
You'll break every chain. You'll break every chain. Break every chain. Thank you, Jesus. You're the chain breaker. Lord, it's not just what you do, it's who you are. You came to proclaim that you're a freedom. Freedom to the captives. Lord, you came to restore the broken walls. You came to restore your people. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to enter into relationship with you. Thank you for salvation. Lord, thank you for baptism as a sign to the world that we are yours. We're marked by your love. Lord, that we've chosen to embrace the new life, the abundant life that you've given us. The old man is gone, the new has come. our groanings. So even if you can't pray words, just groan to the Lord. Just release your groanings to him.
are doing business with the Lord. You know, the enemy can hide in the darkness. But when the light comes on, he's exposed. So I thank you, Father God, that even this morning we got a picture of that, Father God. That in the lightness, the enemy is exposed. There is no more hiding. There is no more hiding. We see you, enemy. We know what you're doing. And by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, we have authority. We will walk in our God-given authority. We will walk in the destiny that we have been called to. So, Lord God, we praise you this morning, and we thank you that you have power to break every chain in the mighty name of Jesus. to break every chain, to break every chain of addiction, every chain of depression, anxiety, every chain of generational curses, everything that's been put on us, um, labels, Lord, your name is above every label that we have um, had spoken over ourselves, Lord, you're above even citywide and nationwide, sin, corruption, Lord, you're over worldwide governments. They rest on your shoulders, Jesus. We don't have to be afraid of the pestilence. <laughs> we don't have to be afraid of the plague. Because your rod and your staff. and you lead us by still waters. You restore our souls.
just believe that you're like, yeah, I believe this, but there's something in your heart that's like, that's fine for everyone else, but that's not true for me. I've never seen that to be true in my life. And I just want to encourage you, it is for you. It is for you. It is true for you, even if it hasn't felt that way. It is for you. And the Lord desires for you to have the comfort and the peace and the joy of the Spirit that is available to you today. It's not just for everyone else. It's for you too. assure you that you'll always have a place because you belong to Jesus. There'll never be a time where you'll be alone or discarded. Never be a time where you'll do without. I just decree and declare in this place this morning that fear and failure and rejection are being diminished in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to encourage you that in this place New Heights Church, right here over the internet, I'll declare that we'll never shut this church down. No pandemic, no warning. The government will not shut the doors of this church. Never has and they never will. They will not do it. I want to tell you this morning that if the darkest of times comes and there's no power or there's things that are happening that are unexplained I want you to know that you have a place to go you come here we'll, we'll restore power, we'll have food can I get a witness there, when you, listen, this is where the light is if there's no power and the things of everything is going in mayhem you come to New Heights because I'm going to tell you something there'll be light in this house there'll be light in this house there will be light that this morning you'll always have food you'll always have family you'll always be loved and we're convinced of this and nothing can separate you from the love of God in his son Christ Jesus nothing
nothing can separate you. Nothing can separate you. So, Lord, we thank you that you gave us not a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. And, Lord, we don't have to wish-wash. We don't have to go back and forth. Even, even in the book of James, Lord, your word says that, that, we, that we, even when we ask, we don't even have to ask doubting because the doubter is like the person that is, that is double-minded, that's, that's kind of going back and forth on the waves. And, Lord, that's not who we are. We can know that we know that we know we're safe in you, Jesus. Jesus is in the boat. Tell your neighbor that Jesus is in the boat. Jesus is in the boat as it rains outside this morning. So, Father, we thank you for a mighty worship team. We thank you, Lord, just for a house of worship. We thank you, Lord, that we can come here and that we can break the chains of spiritual warfare, even through our words and through our actions and through our declarations, Lord. That as we praise you in this house, in your house, Lord. We rebuke the devil. Father, we say yes to freedom, salvation, healing, and mercy, and grace. Lord, we pray these things because of your son, Jesus. We pray because of him. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. It's in his name. All God's people said, amen. Amen. Come on, y'all give the worship team a hand. Come on. Tanner and his beautiful drum set up here. Anybody like that? Come on, anybody? Anybody? God is good. Shannon, I'm going to ask you to come up, and she's going to get a a mic. We're going to do some announcements. I have a little bit of... OCD, and that being upside down will bother me the whole time if I don't flip it There's back. There's only up. two on, and I, I, I know, but it, one of them's upside down. Not of them, all of them are on. Like the whole thing is. <laughs> we'll just turn all the light on. I, that's you know, I love light, so let's just turn them all on. Can I get a witness? Hey, let's do something fun. Y'all do something fun. All right, what are we gonna do this fun, Shannon? Dance a jig, sing a song. I'll leave that to you. Um, We do have a few t-shirts that we are going to give away. Um, First of all, I'm going to mention we moved a lot of our merchandise from out front in here. We're going to do some different things out there in the foyer. Um, The t-shirts that we have currently are $8 or two for 15. Um, The remaining we are trying to move those out of the way so that we can get some new merchandise. But we do have these from um, our revival t-shirts. And so many people say um, these are the most comfortable t-shirts we've had. So we're going to give some away this morning. Yo, if you're if you're a medium, medium people, raise your hand. Who's a medium? Come on, we got we got medium people right there. One coming at you, one coming at you. Come on, you ready? Come on. Come on. All right, we got a large. Who's a large? Large, come on, come on. You got to reach up and grab it. <laughs> hey, where are my two X people? Two no, X. No. Come on, right there, Carlos. <laughs> Woo! He got both he of got them. Both. All right, Carlos may bless you. If you're a 2X person, Carlos may bless you. I can't guarantee it, but he might. So if you want one of the shirts, there's a QR code back there on the wall. You can scan it, um, and you can just 
put on there um, as you pay, but it's for a t-shirt or two. Um, the hoodies are 10. We're not really pushing those right now because we know it's way too hot for a hoodie. You can buy a hoodie for $10? Yeah. And they're really you cool. You should buy hoodies. that now. They, listen, the, the sweatshirt costs more than that. I can attest to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but We want to bless y'all. Listen, new sweatshirts are coming out. We got, we got some, some long sleeve sweats that are coming out. Do we have a slide for that? Or I think it's still top secret. It's yeah. top secret. Like, like if we let it out of the bag, then... then Oh, subscribe to the email. email. There's the there's the plug, the shameless plug. So if yeah, you would already have seen the sweatshirt if you had the email. Praise God. All right. No, so no, we're gonna we're gonna have long sleeve t-shirts and long sleeve sweatshirts. Uh, the 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 sweatshirts that we're making. So she's telling you that the t-shirts and the sweatshirts that are back here are discounted to ten dollars or eight dollars for the tees, ten dollars for the sweats. Because we got new ones coming. Can we praise God for that? Yeah. New designs coming. It's going to be new, uh, new Heights Church, New Heights Worship uh, swag is coming. So. Oh, she said, Bree said no. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't say swag. No, don't say that. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, I finally got to 2000. I used to be in the 80s. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm moving forward. We're just going to call it merch. I think it's okay to call merch. Okay, merch, merch is the 2020. The 2020 That's and forward. 2021. I don't yeah. know. We're, All right. Y'all do the announcements next Yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, it really doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm in a judgment-free zone. Can I get a witness? I'm loved, deeply treasured. Um, yeah, it's all good. Not everybody can wear it like me. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a witness? And look, Carlos it's a good Christmas up. present, okay? I mean, I know it's like, you know, put it in a stocking or something. I'll make it look good. It's good. It's all right. Okay. So, yeah, but anyway, the new sweatshirt, if you have a design, I think that they're taking advice. I don't even know this is super dangerous for us to even say this, but if you have a design, I said that we should put on the back of a t-shirt, I'm putting the devil on notice. Anybody? Anybody? I got three people that would wear it. That's why we're not going to print it. I would wear that shirt. Big print, new heights on the front, I'm putting the devil on notice on the back. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But we're not going to do that, I don't think. So... I think this week, possibly in an email, you will see that we are going to do something for you creative people that if you um, come up with some artwork, right, we're going to take the best one and put it on a shirt. So that'll give you all an opportunity to use your talent, um, and that'll come out this week. So if you don't have the email, another reason to sign up for the email. Yeah. And Brianna can do that for you. Come on. All right. So shirts are available. Let's talk about the women's Bible study started yesterday. Yes, we are doing an Isaiah. Any ladies Bible that study. were here yesterday? Anybody? Come on, praise God. Anybody? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Man, come on, ladies in the room. Can I get a witness? Anybody? <laughs> Y'all were here. I promise you, they were here. They're just asleep. Y'all get more coffee. Is there coffee out front, Rick? Pour some coffee. It's a study on Isaiah, uh, the Passion Translation, Brian Simmons. It's really good. Enjoyed it yesterday. That is every Saturday morning for the next 11 weeks because it was 12, so we went through yesterday. But 11 weeks remaining downstairs from 10 to 12. Amen. Woo. Come on. So, and listen, if you missed the first week or you missed the second week or you missed the third, you can come at any point in time. It's not, you don't have to be like, well, I missed. Well, it doesn't matter. You can come three times. You can come eight times. You can come all 10 times. But just come. Amen? I think as I'm looking at Callie, I'm thinking we need some New Heights onesies. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> we, 
got we got a whole lot of infants. She's here got her mouth wide open, like, really? She can be our model. New Heights onesie. All right, we're gonna call the ushers. We're gonna take an offering. Um, I want to tell you that, um, and there's more testimonies coming, but I do want to tell you that the grace offering last month, uh, it was it was nearly thirteen hundred dollars was given uh, to the grace offering. Praise God for that. And, and listen, it blessed abundantly a family. And, the, and so I just feel that there will be a testimony coming. We're just letting the Lord work through that. Uh, I know that God is good, and he is doing abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. Shannon, will you pray for our offering? Um, so, Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, as we have spent time worshiping this morning, Father God, with our voices. We worship in giving as well, Lord Jesus. We worship in our reactions to circumstances, Lord Jesus. So let our lives just constantly be a place of worship, Lord. So we just thank you for another place, Father God, where we can worship, where we can give back, Father God, um, based on what you've already blessed us with, Lord Jesus. Father God, we are not giving out of lack, but Father God, we are giving out of abundance because your word tells us that you have come so that we may have life and that we may have it in abundance. So we just praise you this morning, Father God. We pray over this offering. We pray over every hand that would place something in the basket, Lord Jesus. And we just ask, Father God, that you bless them, Lord, and give in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So if y'all are wondering what my bride's shirt is, because I was wondering when she showed up this morning, I said, what in the world? So this is Mama Bear. <laughs> this is Mama Bear. And on the back, on the back it says, go there, Mama Bear. <laughs> Don't mess with Mama Bear. I love it, Shannon. Great, awesome shirt. Hey, go there, Mama Bear. Her, Is that not what a bear does? Hey, can, I'm just going to testify for a minute. Last night, w listen, it was great. We, I cooked salmon outside. I, it was delightful. I love salmon. I, I grill it all the time. Um, I mean, it was good. It was delicious. We had salad, like veggie packs on the grill. You ever make those? It was, it was delightful. At the end, me and Riley were like, hey, let's go get some non-dairy dilly bars. We were going to go and just like, me and daddy daughter like going to the store. Like, you know, it was delightful. We had a delightful dinner. We go out the door. The dogs, somebody said, hey, let the dog go. So then they both run outside and, and as we walk outside, we, um, one of them darts across the yard. I'm like, what in the world? It's dark outside. It's 8 o'clock at night. I don't know what's going on. She... My biggest dog grabs hold of a skunk. Now, listen, y'all, a skunk. And, I mean, she grabs it right on the side, and she's flailing this thing up and down. And, I'm, and the whole time, it's 8 o'clock, it's dark outside, I'm screaming in the top of my lungs, No! 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 I mean, I can see it. This thing is spraying her in the face. It's spraying her in the mouth. Yes, and the whole time it's going all over the yard. The other dog is loving it. She's rolling in it. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is good. I, what is this scent? This is amazing. Where has this been all my life? That, hey, listen, <laughs> did I mention the delightful part of the evening right before that? The salmon was delightful. So the whole time I'm like driving you know, to get some skunk spray. I'm like, I cannot believe. So my, hey, my wife is washing the dogs and I'm going to get skunk spray. She says a, a, a fox, 
a fox comes trotting right across the grass. I'm like, well, is this the Nature Channel? What in the world is going on at my house? Brandon said it's like Evan Almighty. She said when y'all come in this morning, there'll be birds flying through the front. Yeah, welcome to my world. It's like Jack Hanna up in this joint. If you like nature, hang out. Hey, I was, um, where's Grant? <laughs> the Bride of Christ. So if you, I know you got a slide for that. We're in the series, and if you're wondering why we have this above us and all the tool and the, and the arbor and all this that we have, normally, you know, this stuff is not here. Um, but w- this is just for um, this Bride of Christ teaching, and, and this is free of charge. I just want to share something because it's just really, um, man, it just touched my heart this week because I love this revelation when, when you're like, it's, and it's not even like a conversation with you and Jesus, and you're sitting with him, and you're listening to him, and you're, and you're pursuing him. And so even this week as I was pursuing the Lord, um, he started, t- he started revealing to me about, about the bride uh, in a way that I wasn't even studying. Like I was studying to teach, and the Lord's like, hey, put that down a minute. Put that. Stop that. Don't do that. Listen to me for a minute. And, and he started showing me how in the beginning, like marriage has come so far over the generations, and and listen, I think that we don't really realize that, that we set our, our calendar by Jesus, right? That the year, like it's, it's, it's how long it's been since Jesus lived and walked on the earth. It's when grace came to the, to the earth. Can I get a witness? It's like the, the, there was a shift that happened in the, in the Old Testament when we lived under the law. And then when Jesus Christ came and was born a, of a virgin birth and, and he walked this sinless life that we could never live. And he gave his life on a cross, on a sinner's cross, so that we could have everlasting life. That he gave his life willingly for yours and for mine. And that when we believe in him, that we would have everlasting, eternal life in him. Can I get a witness? Ah. But I want to tell you something. It's not just our calendars that change. There's something else that changed. The Lord started showing me, and this is totally separate. This is free. This is extra. And I want you to take this with you, but I want you to take it with you in in your heart. I want you to take it to your heart and have new understanding of the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Because when Jesus came, he changed everything. You see, when when the fall happened... Before the fall, in, in the garden, when Adam and Eve, when they were sinless, they, they walked and they were naked. They, there was no shame. There was, there, was, there was no bitterness. There was no rivalry. There was, there was nothing. There was nothing to blame because there was no sin. But when, when, when the apple came in and the sin came in, something changed and something shifted. And when something shifted, we immediately see there was this fracture. Not only a fracture that they were dead, right, it's, it, that they died uh, in their nature, in, in sin nature, they, they, they died spiritually, if you, if you will. But listen to this, guys. There's also this thing that happened where th- they began to blame each other. It was like they, the marriage was perfect before sin came in. But when sin came into the marriage, when sin came in, they began, she says, well, well he gave me the apple and, and, and the... And the and, and the man, he says, well, well, it's this woman that you gave me. 
You see, when sin came in, the, the marriage, there was strife in the marriage and there was division in the marriage. But y'all listen to me. We see it continued in the Old Testament. You ever wondered why? Lord, why do we see when we open up our Bible and we see that these, even, even priests and the, people in the, in the, 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 um, the bloodline of, of, of the Levites, I mean, there were, there were priests and there were um, there were kings and there were leaders and there were people, God's people that had multiple wives. Have you ever wondered? Concubines, you see that. You see that throughout the Old Testament. It's like why, they had multiple wives and, and so I, the Lord was showing me that those things didn't come from God. They came because man and, and because of pride and because of greed. There was these things that came in and, and men had multiple wives and sometimes even hundreds of wives. They no longer walked in honor. They no longer loved. They no longer loved like they were made to love. But then have you ever wondered why when we look around and we walk around today, y'all listen to me, we walk around today, you don't see that anymore. Praise God. But I want to tell you something, church. It's not that we just set our watch by who Jesus is. We don't just set our calendar by who Jesus is. When Jesus came and we entered into grace, when Jesus came and he paid the sin debt for eternity, something else shifted and something else changed. We don't just, we don't just sing these songs that he breaks every chain. He literally gave us the ability to be able to walk in love and to honor our wives and to honor our husbands. And, to, and listen, there was this thing that came that he actually made the marriage sanctified again that we can literally walk in sanctity that we can walk in a holy matrimony can I get a witness ah! and, and listen it was the most beautiful picture I'm like Lord are you serious and Jesus is like yes and I'm like why don't they teach this stuff in school why don't we learn this in, in, whenever we go in, into the Christian college? Why aren't they showing us that, let me tell you something, we can have a holy and honoring and loving and successful marriage because of who Jesus Christ not was but is today. Come on. Ah. That he actually makes it possible that our marriage could be real and true and loving and pure and honoring because of Jesus because Jesus changes everything alright that's free of charge hey so man, let's pray before we start Lord, we thank you that, you that because of who you are, Jesus, that we can. That we can have an honoring and loving. That we can love our children. That we can love our spouse. That we can love one another. Because, Lord, that we don't have to walk in pride or in ego. That we can literally, um, that we don't have to elevate ourselves. Because, Lord, we, we elevate you, Jesus. We give you all the praise and the honor and the glory in this place. Lord, we thank you that it's because of you. It's because of you that we can walk in unity with our Heavenly Father. That we can walk in freedom. That we can walk in love. And Lord, we thank you for the 
people of this church, the laid down lovers of Christ. It's in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Hey, here's, the, here's today's teaching. And, and the, if you take notes, uh, it's time for a new you. It's time for a new you. We saw a, uh, just a, a special picture of, uh, of Sweet Beth as, as Mick uh, uh, baptized his daughter. And we saw this picture of, uh, of this, this, this death to, to an old life and being raised to walk again this morning in, in believer's baptism. Uh, what a wonderful picture, Mick, Angeline. You have beautiful children. We love you. We thank you. for. We honor you. Beth, we are so proud of you. Man, just an amazing day. But I want to tell you that, that, you know, it's not just Beth in this house. I think that all of us, if we're honest, in some form or fashion, we desire a new start. We desire a new start. Y'all just hear me out. I'm not saying outside of the marriage covenant. I'm not saying the outside of the Jesus covenant. We have covenants with our Lord and Savior. We walk in honoring the covenants that we're in. When I say a new you, I'm not saying that you're going to pack up and leave your family or, or run off on the things that God has given you. That's not what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I'm saying the opposite of that. When I say that we desire a new start, y'all listen to me. If you desire a new start, it will never happen out here. As a matter of fact, if you packed up and you ran, if you packed up and you left, you would always be packing up and leaving because the new start, guys, is not out here. It's actually in here. The new start doesn't happen out here. So if you keep on searching for the new start out here, you will never find the new start because the new start is in here. The new start is inside. And just as Beth this morning as she was dunked and, and we saw that, that, that it, as the Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. The newness of life that comes, comes from the outside, I mean from the inside and then it comes out from the inside. It's a new life. So if you desire a new life and a new beginning or a new identity, it's because of Christ that we can have a new start. We can have a new life. We can have a new beginning. But it doesn't happen outside. It happens inside. This morning I want you to know that as we talk about the marriage, and we talk about it's time for a new you, um, I, you have to first understand that you're no longer married to the things prior. How many of us have made, just as we said this morning during worship, we've made vows, we, we, we've said things, we've said things, and we've agreed with things, these word curses over our life, or these things that, that, that we agree with in the natural, but listen to me, we agree with these things, and we say yes to these things, and listen, we make covenants, and we're, we actually feel as if we're stuck, and we're married to these things, these, these things in our old life, the things that we used to believe, these things, these, listen to me guys, I'm talking old habits, I'm talking about old thoughts, I'm talking about old patterns. I'm talking about old sins. I'm talking about, listen to this, how about old rejections? Like we're walking around in life and we're married to people that rejected us a long time ago. Or we're walking around and how about the failure? How many of us are married to a failure that happened 20 years ago? Maybe a marriage or a relationship or a business. 
But it's time for a new you. And listen, we're not, we can't have a new you. You can't walk in a new life and a new beginning and be married to the old thing. To the old life and the old pattern and the old thought process. You can't have a new life and still walk around married to the things of the natural. You've got to have a new spiritual birth. And that's why Jesus says, unless you're born again, you'll never see the kingdom of God. Whew. How many of us are walking around, you're like, man, I don't feel spiritually strong. I don't feel spiritually reborn. And it's because you need to be born again on the inside. And there's got to be a new you. You've got to be born again. Can I get a witness? Look at Isaiah 43 in verses 18 and 19. Our Father in heaven says, do not remember the past events. Can we say that together? Do not remember the past events. All right, some more. Come on, let's do it again. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the old things. Keep going. Look, I'm about to do something, what? New. Even now it is coming. When? Now. It's coming right now. Guys, I want to encourage you to stop right there for a minute. God's about to do a new thing in your life, but you've got to agree that I'm not paying attention to the old things. I'm laying down the past. I will no longer remember the old thing. I am going to believe that, God, this is a turning point. Today is the day, the first day of the rest of my life. Can I get a witness? <sighs> even now. This isn't Brother Brad. This is God Almighty saying, even now it's coming. Do you see it? Indeed, I'm going to make a way in the wilderness. I'm going to make rivers in the desert. Hey, let's just pray again. I feel this. So, Lord, we just thank you that, Lord, I just, I feel a shift in this room. There's a shift that is happening. Lord, the enemy's being exposed. And, Lord, I know he hates that. But, Father, I thank you that you are just chopping off the head of the serpent this morning. That, Lord, those things that have kept us bound, those things that have lied to us for so long, Lord, those things, we're shutting the mouth of the enemy, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, I thank you that we will believe in the new, the new life. We will believe in the new beginning. We will say yes to the new things. We will say yes to your word. We will say yes to your faithfulness. We will say yes to your power. We will say yes to your salvation. We will say yes to your Jesus. And we will say no this morning to the enemy. We rebuke him in the mighty name of Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's time, church, for us to leave and cleave. That's a marriage term. Right, that you leave and cleave your parents and now you are one body, you are married to your spouse, that we leave and cleave our, our, our family that we used to have. And listen, we have a new life and a new marriage that we are one with our spouse. That's something that we see. But it's time for us to leave and cleave the old things that we believed that we were married to. The old beliefs, the old habits, the old season, that old life, that old identity. I mean, how many of us are walking around and just because there were people in our past that may have seen a failure in our life, can I tell you something? If you're not failing, you're not trying anything. In life, we're going to mess up. It happens. There are things that are not going to go right. My wife was telling me that this morning. She's like, listen, sometimes your dog is going to go out front and grab a skunk around the body. 
There are things that are going to go wrong in our life. And let me tell you something. I'm not always the best at that. I'm going to tell you firsthand. Right? I'm like, I'm in the, she's like, my wife's like, stop screaming. I'm like, I can't stop screaming. It's a skunk. I, but it's not changing anything, you know? Ah. Like my dog, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, right? It's, but I'm telling you, there's things that are out of our control. There are people that have left your life. There are people that have made decisions. There are people that, let me just tell you something. We can't live in the old things. The old things have passed away. The new life has come. And listen, we're not married to that old stuff anymore in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah. There's a new you. There's new power. There's new assignments. There's a new season. There's new life. There's, I mean, I'm talking there's new authority. There's new revelation. All those things are coming into your life in Jesus' name. For we are no longer married to the old thing. It's a new you. I declare in Jesus' name, too, that there's not going to be any repercussions because of the old thing. I just prophesy over you in this place that there will be no repercussion. And let me tell you something. It's messy sometimes when there's consequences. So I'm not saying that if you hurt people that there won't be consequences. I'm not saying that if there was, a, if there was something that happened and, and, and there was a consequence in the, that you broke the law, sometimes those things have to be paid. Our debt to society has to be paid. But I'm telling you something. The Lord is going to redeem all the things in your life. When you trust him with it, he will bring you out of the muck and the mire. It doesn't matter how deep the pit, how far you've gone, how deep you've gone, how long you've been gone. Jesus Christ is enough, and he will redeem you from the deepest place. I decree and declare in this place this morning there will be no, there, there, there will be no penalty that will be paid. There, there's no, let me, let me put it this way. There's no limit. There's no limit to the heights of, uh, that God will take you in the way that he will redeem you, in the way that he will use you. See, in the heavenlies, it doesn't work like it does in the natural. Too many of us think we've been disqualified because we've had a, this or that. I could go on and on, but I'm, maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's a wayward child. Maybe it's a failed business. Maybe it's a failed relationship. Maybe it was an affair that happened 20 years ago, 15 years ago. But I want to tell you something. We have a Lord and Savior that's bigger than any problem or any circumstances that our lives or even our actions. Listen, we've, life, you're going to fail. You're going to fall down. But I'm telling you, it's time to stop being married to those old things. The former things have passed away. And he says, forget those things. No longer remember the things of the past. I am about to do a new thing in your life. Come on. Amen. Restoration. God is in the life-changing business. If anyone is in Christ, if anyone, who? Anyone. If anyone, who? Anyone. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. If anyone is in Christ, the former things have passed away. That's why we have the marriage decorations in here. Because we're no longer married Listen, to the world or the decisions, but we have married. We're the bride of, all right, keep on going. 
we're the bride of we're the bride of come on both answers are correct T Jesus bride of Christ same thing can I tell you something too I, can, I, can we just break some more lies of the enemy this morning <clears throat> God is ready to restore you he's always ready to restore you I want to tell you, sometimes we, we think, well, I don't know, you know, God's busy. Seven billion people in the world, Hank. A lot of prayers going up there. He probably ain't got time to deal with my stuff. It's going to take a while. Pretty big file, a lot of stuff, big conversation. If you only knew what I've done, it's going to take a minute, amen? I want to assure you this morning that God is not limited in power. He's not limited by time. He's not limited by capacity. The blood of Jesus, one drop of the blood of Jesus is enough. It always has been and it always will be. God is ready to restore you all the way to the heavenlies. There is nothing that is going to come against you ever has or ever will that God cannot restore and do it immediately. All we have to do is ask. You see, that's the thing. It's a lie of the enemy. That, that place where you feel like that you're not... Worthy that, that God's too busy or God doesn't have time or it's too much. Those things are all lies of the enemy. See, the only thing it takes is for me to, to, to walk away from my sin, walk away from that old life, walk away from those old habits, walk away from that old belief, walk away from that old life, turn away, repent of my sin, turn back to God, and he will meet me exactly where I am. All we have to do is simply ask. Huh. It's time for us to reach out in faith and simply ask. Ask God for that new life. Can I tell you something? Y'all listen to me, church. He is waiting for you to ask. He's saying, my child, I have been waiting and I have been watching and it has hurt me. It has grieved me. I have been waiting for you to say no to that life. I've been waiting for you to say no to that pain. I've been, say, I've been waiting for you to say no to those beliefs. I've been waiting for you to say no to those habits. I've been waiting for you to, be, to quit being stuck in the muck and the mire and being tied down. Y'all listen to me. God has been waiting for us to simply ask. I want y'all to look at this scripture. It's in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11. Man, I'm telling y'all. Huh. I'm going to read the scripture. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Keep going. For everyone who asks receives. Who? Oh, come on, guys. Everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks will find. And the one who knocks the door will be opened. Who among you, if the son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how... <coughs> 
to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give you good things to those who ask? Huh. I want to tell you something. Sometimes that old offense pops in your heart. I mean, even when you read that, you're like, I think Jesus said, I, call me evil. I think that Jesus just called me evil. Right here, look, it's in, this is red letters, not on the screen, but it's red letters in the Bible. Right? And I think Jesus just called me evil. But listen to me, guys. It, it's not about you. It's not about you. These verses are not about you. They are about our Father in heaven. It's talking about who He is, not who we are. And so many times we want to pick up this thing and, and start wearing and, 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 and take that as a medal or take that as a name tag. To, like you got a name tag on you that says evil. You're not evil. You are redeemed. You are forgiven. You have been set free because of Jesus. That's who you are. Jesus came and he's preaching and he's saying he's using our beliefs and our actions as an example. But he says, listen, if you who are separated and not completely holy, you're not where God is. But if you can give great things, if you can pour out blessings on your children, how much more does your heavenly father want to give you? The creator and the owner of all things. It's not about you. It's about him, who he is, and the things that he's about to do in your life. And I want to tell you something. When you come to him, church, listen, and you say, Lord, I want that new life. I want that new beginning. Lord, I want those, that new season. I want that new authority. I want that new freedom. Lord, I want these things that you're promising. Lord, I want to walk with you. I want to be with you. I, I'm tired of living the life that I've been in. Lord, I desire you. Man, he's going to answer that prayer. Because when you ask, you'll, you, you, he's going to answer. When you seek, you're going to find. When you knock, the door's going to be open. Can I get a witness from the congregation? Huh. We just have to simply ask. You ever wonder why all the people in the Old Testament got a new name? This is free of charge. Side note. Footnote. Totally free. But I want to tell you something. God's ready to give some people in this room a new name. Today. A new name. A new name. Well, they're like, what happened to you? They're going to see you on the street. What happened to you? I got born again. Huh. I got set free. I'm no longer the old person I used to be. I'm no longer married to those beliefs. I'm no longer walking in, the, in those old beliefs. I now have a sound mind. I want to ask you something. Do you need a renewed mercy? Can I tell you something about God? When I say renewed, renewed mercy, His mercy doesn't go up and down. He was merciful for, in the beginning. He'll be merciful forever. He is everlasting, a merciful God. It talks about in the Old Testament and the New Testament. But I'm going to tell you something. If you ask Him for renewed mercy, a new understanding of His mercy in your life, He's going to give it to you. His mercy doesn't change. We do. Whew. You ask Him for a sound mind. You ask Him for healing. You ask Him for health. You ask Him for strength in your character. You ask Him for grace in your weakness. I want to tell you something, church. He is ready to give it to you. He's waiting on you. And listen, it's free to everyone who asks. 
It's free to everyone who asks. Just tell your neighbor it's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. All you got to do is ask him. Cheryl, there's, there's, there's no greater news. There's no greater news. Lord, I need help. Lord, Lord I, I need you. I, I need understanding. I, I need wisdom. Lord, I need, I need a renewed mercy. I, I need a sound mind. Lord, I feel like that, that I go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Lord, give me a sound mind. I've had it with this. Can I tell y'all something? The enemy has a cage. I mean, we, we sing these songs, and you're like, man, this church right here is spirit-filled. Boy, I tell you, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Right? I mean, you're like, man, this church, whoo, whew, man, this is some good music. Praise Jesus. But I want to tell you something. The cage that the enemy wants to tie you in is real. It's real. He wants to hem you up. You ever heard anybody say that? That he wants to hem you up. He wants to tie you in. He wants to put that gate around you. He wants to fence you in. The enemy has a cage and it's real. He wants to marry you. He wants to tie you. He wants to bind you to those old habits. He wants to bind you to those old beliefs. He wants to bind you to that old identity. He wants to bind you to those old choices. He wants to bind you to that old marriage. He wants to bind you to that old failure. He wants to bind you and hem you up. He wants you to be married to that muck and mire your whole life. He wants you to be buried in it literally but Jesus but Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain to break every chain Come on. Come on. Let's come on. Come on. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. He listen, he wants to listen, he wants to, he wants to, to cage you into the past, to self-doubt. Listen, how many of us did, does he want to cage you up with some fear of the future? Woo! Man, we need to listen, online. I hope y'all are online listening. Somebody needs to hear this. The enemy wants to cage you in to the fear of the future. But I'm going to tell you something. You have a church, a safe place. You have Jesus. You know where the light is. You will never be alone. You will never be without. You will never be in darkness. You have a place to go and food to eat. You have people that love you. You don't have to be in fear of the future because Jesus is with you. And let me tell you something. Because of Jesus, there is no weapon that is formed against you or ever will be formed against you that will prosper. Ah. Ah. You know, I think that sometimes, can I tell you just a, a surefire way before we move on from this, that you can tell that you're in the cage as you start agreeing with it. How do you know you're in, like, I'm not sure, you like, the cage sounds familiar, but I ain't sure, am I in the cage still? Well, listen to me. If you're talking 
in agreeing. If you're talking in agreeing. So let me just tell you what it sounds like. Man, I always mess up. Right? I all, th- th- I'm never going to get it right. Like, I'm always going to struggle with this. When that hopelessness and that helplessness, when you start agreeing with these things, the enemy has you tied up in the cage, and it's time to break those things off in the mighty name of Jesus. Stop agreeing. Man, I'm preaching to myself this morning. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. And I know if I struggle, then all the eyeballs looking at me, right, we're all the, we're, here a sinner, there a sinner. Everywhere a sinner, sinner. Can I get a witness? Ah! I'm no better than you. I'm preaching to myself this morning. But it's time to break out of that cage. It's time to chop off the head of the serpent. Yeah. All right, I'm going to end with this. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. This is on the heels of the, fa- of the hall of faith. Right? And it starts with therefore. I lo- Anytime you see a scripture that starts with therefore, go and look what it's there for. Amen? It's therefore a reason. And it's talking about, listen, before I go any further, y'all need to know what was was before this. It was the hall of faith. All the things that people did, they couldn't see where they were going. They didn't know what they were doing. But in faith, they did what God told them to do. And they saw the deliverance of the Almighty because they walked in faith. Can I get a hallelujah? Ah! And it says, therefore, since we have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us, say that with me, let us, let us, us lay aside every hindrance and sin that so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that lies before us. There's this beautiful picture. Stay right there on verse 1 for a minute, Cheryl. There's this beautiful picture of, of the starting line. There's this beautiful picture that says right here and right now, this is where I'm drawing the line. I'm going to run the race that is set out before me. It's not the finish line. It's the starting line. Can I get a hallelujah? We're going to lay aside and we're going to run the race. It's not over at salvation. It's the beginning of something at salvation. The old is gone and the new has come. A new life, a new assignment. Let us, because this faith, because we put our faith in Jesus, let us, let us lay aside every weight. Stop remembering the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing, the Lord says. Remember not yet, remember no longer the things of the past. But lay aside every hindrance of the sin that has ensnared you and run with endurance the race that ties, that, that lies. Can I tell you something about that verse? i got to keep going. I can't leave here because I need you to hear something. In the Hebrew, the Hebrew is a beautiful language. But in the Greek, the Greek has, this, has this word, these pictures. And in the Greek, when you, when you break this down in the New, in the New Testament, the, this, this uh, sin that so easily ensnares is this word picture of of literally, I'll listen to this, vines that grow up through the ground and literally tie themselves around your legs. It's like a vine that's holding you to the ground, holding you where you can't move. It's, it's like that cage I described, and it's that sin that's ensnaring you. It is a trap. Verse 2. Let's move, let's move forward. And keep our eyes on Jesus. 
the source and perfecter of our faith. So some, some translations say the founder and the perfecter of our faith. Sometimes when we, th- when we think about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we call them the founders of the faith. No, there's one founder of the faith. His name is, they're, they're the patriarchs of the faith. They're not the founders of the faith. Jesus is the founder and the perfecter of our faith. And the joy that lays before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Can we get a hand clap for Jesus in the house? Yes, Lord. Guys, I want you to know something. When, when, when it says that he despised the shame, he didn't despise that shame for himself. I know a lot of times we're like, man, Jesus lived that sinless life, and man, he went up on that cross despising that shame. Y'all, can I tell you something? He despised the shame for you. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. He despised the shame of sin for you. He despised the penalty of sin for you. He despised the shame. He despised the separation. He despised the penalty of sin. He despised those things of rejection. He despised those things that are coming against and holding you back. He despised those things and therefore he went to the cross and he gave his life and he did everything that was required and now he's sitting at the right hand of the Father and because of him we too are sitting with the Father in heaven. Can I get a witness? Come on, the cloud of witness. Come on. Come on. Ah. It's time for a new you. And it starts with a renewed mind. I'm going to ask our worship team to come, but as they do, I'm going to keep teaching. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. We know that. Rick, get those sideways switches for me. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. But it comes from what's in the heart. I'm going to come down here with y'all. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Rick, there's one more sideways switch. Come on. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. But the things that come from our tongue are are coming as reflections of the heart. Life and death come from our mouth. Life and death as we speak. Our words have the power to heal. They also have the words to light the world on fire. Life and death. But when we talk about a a new us, a, a time for a renewed you, listen to this. The scripture says, Romans 12, 1 and 12, 2. Brothers and sisters, in view of the mercy of God, I urge you to present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. This is true worship. Do not be conformed to the pattern of the world. Stop conforming to the pattern of the world but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to discern what the will of God is, y'all. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It's time for us to 
be renewed. It's time, listen, it's time for a new you, but it begins in our mind. It begins right here. It begins so that we can understand. It's time for it to transfer this morning from, from a mind understanding to a heart understanding. That we can understand that, I'm, listen, I'm no longer married. I'm no longer in covenant to the old things. Let's put on the board, it's time for a new you. It's time. Today is the day. And I'm just going to ask this morning, as they begin to play, that we would all stand and we're going to come and we're going to grab communion this morning. And we're going to end this with sharing some intimate thoughts with the Lord. Did I mention that all we have to do is ask? Did I mention that? Like the new life, the new you is waiting. And all we have to do is ask. So this morning, I'm going to ask you, if you're on this side, you can come this way. There's the elements there here. If you're on this side, you can come this way. There's elements here. Take them back to your seat, and then we're going to share together. already got a witness. I want to start with this verse, just as we hold the elements, but we broke the, or we, we hold the, the body of the Lord and we hold the blood. First John 1, 9. He says, if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Not some of it. Church, listen. The scripture says that if we confess our sins, if we confess our shortcomings, when we come to him, when just as the scripture says, Jesus said, if you simply ask, you'll receive. This morning is the time. Right now. 
you may say, Pastor, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to ask for. I want to ask, but I don't, I don't really know that I know what to ask for. Well, how about that new life? How about that new beginning? How about that place where you just say, you know, Lord, I need to confess to you. I know I've been walking in old habits and old beliefs. I've been walking in old failures. I've been walking in regret. Like how many of us are walking and we're just, and we're tied to regret, like something that we feel like we missed, but the scripture says that the best of your life is ahead of you. This morning, I want you to believe that. Confess it to him and say, you know what, Lord, I've even been agreeing. I've been agreeing with regret. I've been agreeing with regret, with rejection. I've been agreeing with abandonment. Lord, I need you to cleanse me. Lord, forgive me. assignments and we pick up the new mantles Father God but we break off any old cycle Father God that is not from you in the mighty name of Jesus so today as we've talked about it's time for a new life there is no guilt shame or condemnation in this room so anybody who needs to come to the altar after we get done with communion it's open but also there is a place for baptism for you today. It doesn't matter if you've been baptized before. There is no guilt, shame, or condemnation. If you feel a stirring in your belly that you are to come and you are to be baptized, then you know what? Who would condemn you of that? It isn't Jesus that would condemn you of that. If there is a place in you where you feel like there is a new start that is needed today, know that the baptismal is open. We have items for you. We are here for you. Jesus is here for you. We have victory in all things. So before we partake in the elements, I, I want to just uh, affirm in the scripture what Shannon is saying. James 5, verse 16. says, therefore, if we confess our sins to each other, if we pray for one another, so that we can be and I just want to, I want to just speak that over this room. I want to speak that over this communion this morning. I want to speak that over this time and over this place, over this space, over this transition. I want to speak it over the new life. It is that place where we must confess our sins to our Father in heaven, but we must confess to one another. We must say yes to Jesus. And some of us need to do it publicly. 
Some of us need to say yes and we need to be baptized and, and you know that today is your day that you need to come down and say, you know what? I received a new beginning. I received a new life. I'm saying yes to the plans of God. And if that's you, I need you to come after we do communion. I need you to grab somebody by the hand and say yes to Jesus. Say yes to the new life. Say yes to a new birth. Say, say yes to being born again. Say yes to freedom. Say no to the cage, to, the, to those things that are binding you and tying you down. Lay aside the things that so easily, easily ensnare. So Lord, we thank you for the freedom. This is his body that is broken for us. broken and he said this is it this is my body that was broken for you and as you eat it do this in remembrance of me Jesus Christ would run through the streets in this nation, Father God, that it would cover every home, Father God, that no one cannot be under the blood of Jesus. Let that be a revelation, Father God, that comes to the hearts and minds of people today, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Father God, for the power in your blood. We praise you, Lord. Jesus took the cup and he raised it. And he said, this is my blood that's poured out for the sins of the entire world. And as you drink it, it is in So we're going to do a two-fold invitation. The first one is for baptism today. If there's somebody in here and you're like, you know what? I want to get baptized, and I'm ready to get baptized into a new life right now. Right now. Right now. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to leave your seat and come down. Unashamedly. If that's you. All right. Well, I also want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. That baptistry, 600 gallons, I want to fill it up every Sunday. It's 600 gallons of water. And Jesus owns all the water on the entire planet. And if you are ready for baptism and you want to schedule that, we're going to have our prayer team come down now, if you guys are here. And, and listen, if you want prayer this morning, maybe this morning, you, whatever I was reading, that James 5, 16, I just want to encourage you, I want to read it one more time. If, any, if you confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that we can be healed. You know, it doesn't talk about healing in the first one. It, 
the Lord is, he's faithful and he's, he'll forgive you of all unrighteousness. But the scripture here says that when we come and we confess our sins to our brothers and our sisters, it says that, the, that listen, healing comes. Healing comes. And if you need, if you just want anything, if there's movement in your life this morning, we're going to dismiss. You guys can pick up your, your children and you guys can go to, about your day. But I just want to encourage you that if you want prayer this morning for any reason, come and receive healing. Come and receive healing. Yeah, and I'm just going to seal everything that was done here this morning. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the newness, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the healing, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that just as um, Brad shared earlier, that there are no repercussions, Lord. Father God, for what has been broken today has been broken off in the mighty name of Jesus, that we don't choose to pick it back up and carry it, Lord. We choose to walk in freedom, Father God, and we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Prayer teams down front, you guys are dismissed. Come and receive prayer. We love you. We love you. We love you in Jesus' name.